Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. It is the month of May, which is all about celebrating women, wives, mamas, all you females out there who are just brilliant powerhouses. You are strong and you are, oh man, so beautiful. So this episode is all about communication in your marriage. And my special guest today is Katie May Webb. She is a marriage empowerment coach. And our conversation was so enlightening to me and my own journey in my marriage. And I know it's going to be with for you too. Um, just the fact that, you know, her describing um, how we can carry a sense of entitlement into our marriage and in what ways ways that weaves into our communication and how it can come across to our husbands. And we talk about how the importance of really supporting ourselves in meeting our own needs so that we can meet the need of the most important relationship a- apart from God, which is with our spouse. So I am so excited to be able to share this with you And as always, please share the episode. If you love this episode, leave a comment below and also share it with a friend. I appreciate all of you Holistic Hearts listeners. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I'm Kristen Chadwick, your host. And today I have the lovely Katie May Webb with me today. She is a marriage empowerment coach. And I am thrilled to be offering this during the month of May, as I wanted to love on all of you women that are listening this month. And I thought, what a great tool to have, um, and a conversation to have with Katie today. Um, she is a wealth of knowledge and just even getting to know her, um, gosh, I just want to just ask her all of the questions. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you. I know. I'm so excited to be here. Um, we were chatting a little beforehand and I'm, we're, I'm already ready to meet you for coffee. Like we need more, we need more time together. This is not enough. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Well, why don't you go ahead and share who you are, what you do and why you do it. Okay. All right. Um, yes. Uh, as, uh, well, you already said, I am a marriage empowerment coach. Um, I support strong, independent women and help them transform their marriages into the relationships that they've always wanted to have. Um, so I specialize in working with women one-on-one, um, and how I came to find this role and, um, start my own business. It's, it's a long journey. Uh, (laughs) um, and looking back very, uh, God ordained obviously. Um, but my husband and I married my high school sweetheart. Uh, we're, we've been together 12 years this weekend, actually. So congrats. We made it 12 years. (laughs) Still going, still going. Um, and, uh, I was very much, 
I mean, I really didn't know what I wanted to do occupationally. I knew I wanted to just help people, whatever mm -hmm. that looked like. I have a background in human and family development from Arizona State University. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I went through um, higher education as an advise, advisement counselor. I uh, contemplated getting a counseling degree. Um, uh, all the things and, uh, through, I went, uh, I was a stay at home mom for about three years when my son was born. This was five years after our marriage. Um, and they were probably the worst years of our marriage. <laughs> like if I'm just, I'm just being honest, this is, this is a big part of what, you know, what brought me to do what I do today. Um, I have been a believer in God since I'd say officially junior high, real true followers since high school. Um, my husband and I did all the things, right. Go to church, mm -hmm. um, have the kid, all the, all those great, wonderful things that you do when you're Christian and following God. And I just always did really, truly feel a deep sense of unfulfillment. Mm -hmm. Um, I just knew there was more and I felt guilty for feeling that way. I was a stay at home mom and I should just be happy and content. And, yeah. um, I made the decision to be a hero and go back to work in the case manager as a case manager in the foster care system, because if I was going to send my kid off to pre, you know, preschool or daycare, I was going to do something that was going to help. Mm -hmm. And it was a fantastic experience. Uh, I have so much information and I love, love, love my job, but it, it broke me. Um, and so happy that it did now yeah. <laughs> after the fact. Um, but it broke my, I mean, that, that was the, that was the tipping point. We were already, my husband and I were already so in such a bad spot relationally, um, that, that took every emotional, like ounce of compassion that I had for him, even in those stand, like in that point in time and just obliterated it. So we were just in such a bad spot. And, um, we ended up, we were in counseling. I finally said to heck with going, like not going to counseling. I'm going to go to counseling with or without you. Mm -hmm. Um, he begrudgingly came to a few sessions, um, didn't really want to participate. And, um, yeah, we ended up separating. We did an in-home short-term, thank God, but it ended up being a short-term separation. At that time, I thought we were going to get a divorce. Like I consulted a divorce attorney. Um, I thought I had done all of the things right. You know, like I have a human and family development background. I'm a psych made like, well, minor and all these things. Mm -hmm. And um, I just was truly at the end of my rope. I was just like, how do I fix this? How do I fix my marriage? How do I put this back together? Right. And um, through all of the pain, <laughs> um, God just really showed me like, you can't control this. Mm. Like you don't have any control over whether your marriage works. Wow. You do have control over yourself and how you show up moving forward in the rest of your life. Ooh. How did yeah. that go? <laughs> <laughs> It, it, well, it, the, the background was, I was white knuckle gripping my steering wheel, saw ugly sobbing, like on my way out of a therapy session, going to pick my son up from school, imagining like what split custody was going to look like. And, um, I mean, it was just horrible, right? Like nobody gets married thinking they're going to get a divorce, especially if you have a Christian belief, like, you don't just, if you're unhappy, you suck it up, you deal with it. Right. Like, um, but that's not what God really calls 
for us, right? Like that's not the marriage, like the godly marriages that we are supposed to be putting out in the world, showing them the love of God in, right? So that was just a beautiful moment of like, oh my gosh, I have been, my husband was my idol. Like, I didn't realize that it was, it's, I think it's so easy. And this is why I love working with women because we think we are doing the right thing by serving our husbands. Right. And, um, we end up just getting so focused on them and what they're doing and their leadership in our home. Right. That we take our sight off of ourselves and our own God ordained purpose. Ooh. And I just didn't even know I was doing it. And I don't think um, we're natural helpers, right? That is our biblical assigned role. Like we are natural helpers. So um, it's so easy to fall into that. We're just so, I was so focused on him and what he wasn't doing. And if he could only do these things and I'll be here to help fix all of these things and I'll be the helper. And I ran myself ragged and full of resentment, right. Of him. And, and then of course he hated me as a result of it. Like, yeah. Um, but yes, through, um, an absolute miracle, uh, but through my own healing, it was something that I intentionally did, said, okay, fine. I'm going to get my own counseling. I'm going to do my own healing because something is not right here. Yeah. Um, and I need to, I, I can only control that. So I just dove into scripture. I drove in, I dove into counseling. Um, we were, we were working towards reunification thankfully. And only by the softening of me, did my husband like come around? Wow. Um, I think somebody needs to hear that. (laughs) Like it was your softening. Yeah. Your heart. Yeah. You're you doing the work that brought him around. That's amazing. This is, this is the hard part because I get so many women who go, you just work with women. Like don't the guy has to do something. And I'm, and I'm like, like, I'm sick of, by this point, most of the women are like, I'm sick of doing all the work. I am doing all the work. It's time for him to pony up. Right. Like he needs to step up and do it. Right. And so first of all, I want to say, yes, it takes two to make a marriage work. Second, I want to say you can't control his. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and third, I want to say is there is a contribution. You're contributing to the unhealthy pattern in your marriage by some way. Yes. And if you and if you don't know it, and and even if that's just allowing mistreatment, right? Even if you're just allowing that, that is a contribution to that cycle, right? And so there are so many ways. Um and I had no idea that what I was doing. Mine was obviously, if you can't tell my mouth, like <laughs> I severely, um, underestimated, uh, the power of my words mm-hmm. to my husband. And I gave myself pretty free reign to like, well, you're acting hurtful. So duh, like, why, why would I talk to you respectfully? Like, um, and his biggest complaint was how I spoke to him and respect being respectful. Okay. Um, that was my blind spot. And, um, I had, I had counselors say, well, I mean, yeah, like how can you expect her? These are Christian counselors too. Like, how can you expect her to meet you with kindness? If, if you're, you know, not going to come home at night or, you know, like, and so while there was truth there, there was also not an accountability on my part of who I was as, as a daughter of Christ mm-hmm. of how I should be behaving. Cause you can still be strong and soft mm, and there's strength and softness. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but I was, 
I was spitting the, the razor blades, which, you know, didn't get me anywhere. So you were white knuckling. Let's going back to the story <laughs> of like white knuckling the steering wheel, yes. lying, ugly crying, going to pick up your son. Yes. And then what was that shift for you in that, in that moment of him saying, you need to do the work? Uh, it was freeing. Yeah. It was direction. It was, um, it, it was a beautiful release of knowing truly what it felt like to rely on him. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, 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 that, that was, it was such a, because like, and we talked about this beforehand, right. But it, it's just that, that difference between the head knowledge, right. Like mm-hmm. the things, you know, you're supposed to be doing right. But it was just truly the understanding of like you, like me right now, I cannot fix this. Mm. Like I can't. So, okay. What do I have control over? Yeah. Um, that's why I'm a coach now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm a coach. And that's why I'm a coach. Uh, no, but that is, that's a distinction. Cause I, like, we talked about that, right. Is like, do you work with a therapist? Do you work with a coach? And both are so good. Like, um, mine, like I had a lot of past healing that I needed to heal from. And I brought so much anger and resentment from my past to my husband that I didn't even know. Right. Like I didn't have this horrible traumatic childhood. Right. Um, but I didn't even know how it shaped me, uh, through some of my previous experiences and how much of that I brought into my marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say like a lot of times I will work with women who will, um, have come out of therapy and the next step is how do I move forward? Yeah. Like you can heal your past. So now what do I do now? What are those next steps? Now I have this healing. What are the tools to keep me moving forward in the right direction of where I want to take my life? Yeah, that's good. I like that explanation. Yes. It's the moving forward and you've done the work of healing in the past up to this needed point. Cause I feel like we, we consistently can go back and be like, oh, I guess we're peeling back the layer of, onion oh. <laughs> of, oh, we're going back into that again. Okay. <laughs> deeper, deeper healing. It's, it, what was I, I was just talking to somebody about this. It's like, it's a, it's sanctification. It we're really never is. perfect. It's a journey. Right. So it's like, I have a life coach right now. I'm always open to that. I'm like, yeah. I'm always growing. I always need that outside guider and perspective. Like I, I believe in what I teach. Like I need it too. No one is perfect and you're too close. You're too close to see your own life and your own faults, right? Like if you don't have that outside guide and perspective, it's very easy to fall back into the same, same mindset traps. Um, you know, Satan, Satan is really powerful that way. Yeah, absolutely. I am a huge advocate for getting that outside perspective, whether it's coach, mentor, consultant, therapist, any of that. Yeah. I would love for you, Katie, to talk about, um, you shared something that you're passionate about and that you are seeing with your clients, um, about communication, because I think that would be really valuable for our audience to just hear that distinction, distinction between how a wife communicates versus how a husband communicates. So would you share that with us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually, I'm putting together an online course right now called why he doesn't hear you when you talk. 
Uh, because it. it's my marriage, my group is marriage empowered. And, um, whenever women come in, they fill out questions and every woman, every woman says communication mm-hmm. that they want to be better at. They want, they want it. They want to work towards communication. And I'll say like, okay, like 90, 98% of women will say this. Yeah. And it's so funny because the more work I do and the more people I talk to, um, granted I've come through the other side, I've seen like where I need to improve myself. And so I have to get back to the mindset, right. Like of where I was, um, I thought I was a great communicator. I mean, I, I can communicate very well. So like, clearly he needs to fix himself. Like, (laughs) um, that mindset right there is rampant in society. Like women think that we are the ones that are good at communicating and the men just need to get better at it. Hmm. Um, and it's, it's a, it's so funny because it causes so much resentment, um, and so much issues between marriages, just the, the lack of the ability to understand and respect each other's just differences. Yeah. Um, and how we communicate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it becomes a, well, you don't love me enough or you don't understand me, or we must not connect. We're not right for each other. Like all of those lies that live within just the foundation of how we communicate with each other. Yeah. You know, it can make or make, break trust. And so what I'm noticing, what I do notice across the board, like most of my clients where I came from, the women have this superiority when it comes to communication mm-hmm. and the fact that we just think we're really good at it and they need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at even in my own, like we have like a marriage group and we have, um, you know, just a couple of different areas. I'm like, wow. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so one really like, um, and a, a book for your reader or your listeners, um, is, uh, Shanti Feldhan uh-huh. and her husband are marriage researchers. Are you familiar with them? Oh yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're all are buddies. Yes. <laughs> oh, you are. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. A lot of work with rebel parenting. So her and and Ryan are, are yes, yes. Yeah. love her. So, yeah. um, the, the book for women's eyes only yes. was amazing. Um, and so when we are talking about like, um, just the differences in men and women, right. And how we communicate, like, I mean, women, we talk to communicate, mm-hmm. we talk to process, mm-hmm. we will sit there and engage. Right. And so what you have these scenarios is, and I was totally guilty of this is like, all if I sit down on the couch next to my husband and we're looking to connect, I want to have a conversation. I want to talk. And he does not. <laughs> But it, but it's understanding the fact that they don't necessarily need to talk to connect. Yeah. And so they may feel totally connected with you where you feel like completely disconnected from them because we haven't even talked. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Like you ever have that moment where you're like, they're like, Hey, like, let's, let's go full around or let's have sex. And you're like, please, like, we haven't even talked. Like, we haven't even had this like bonding today. Like, and you just want to go get physical. Are you kidding me? And that was such an eye opener in that book was like, like most men will like pursue sex 
as their way of connecting with you. Mm. Like, whereas we are like, um, we need connection first. And they're like, well, that, that's, that's what we're trying to get. Like, <laughs> so again, we're just, it's just different. Mm. We just have different like needs. And again, you know, I always say this with everybody, like, or with everyone I talk to, it's like, we're, I'm generalizing. This is, this is like the majority with research, right? Like there are always like exceptions to rules. But that's a really big one is that we do talk to connect and men just simply don't usually need to talk to connect. That's not where they get that connection from. Hmm. Uh, I mean, so true. And (laughs) so how, how, how would you coach a couple that is just missing each other? Like one, you know, slaps, you know, the, uh, the husband slaps the the wife on the butt and (laughs) The wife is like, I have been touched all day long. I don't want to be touched anymore. I just want to talk to somebody. So how would you, how would you coach a, a couple like that? Oh, I love it. I'm laughing so hard. Cause I'm just like, I can totally relate. And I think every woman can, right? Yeah. Like, especially, especially if you're a mom, right? Like you're like, I, I have so, no capacity. Uh, tool tools that I always, I give, um, a tool that I give my wives and, and men, and this is sometimes very unpopular because it's so unromantic is, is schedule sex, schedule, schedule, schedule a date night, schedule sex. Um, and get, this is, this is where I I work with my women is you getting turned on is not totally his responsibility. It's not his responsibility. Yeah. So you need to figure out what turns you on. Amen. So a lot of women don't know or don't pay attention to, cause we're just hoping for that movie spark fire. And if it's not there, it's not going to happen. And, um, that's a bunch of BS. Uh, what we need to do is take ownership of, okay, what makes me feel sexy? What, what makes me feel connected, right? Like what are my needs? Like mm-hmm. we are so bad. Oh, at, diving in and realizing what we need and realizing, and this is where I really love working with women and what we talked about even before this, right. Realizing how important it is for us to meet our own needs. So we can be the wife, the mom, the woman that we want to be, that we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's like, we think we can just like give, 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 neglect ourselves completely. And then show up as this happy, amazing person. Yes. Oh, like we're showing up empty and bitchy and no one wants to be around you then. Right. (laughs) Yes. Oh, preach, preach. I literally just had somebody on, I just posted our interview on Thursday and she's said it the best way I've ever heard anybody say that is um, and this is Jennifer Pickett. She said, uh, we're so good at listening to others and what they need yep. that we can't hear ourselves. Yep. And I was like, dang, that's so good. And that's exactly what you're saying. And even in our relationship with our marriage, like we, what you're saying, that give and give and give and give by the time our most important relationship outside of our, ourselves and Jesus is our relationship with our spouse and we have nothing left to give. And that's so important. Oh yeah. Well, we get, we get to that point where we are running on empty because we have neglected ourselves for so long. And so then when he comes by and slaps our butt, we're like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Like, are you kidding me? And I always really like to, um, I like to flip the analogy, um, because 
if we're, if we're being honest and we're just simply saying like, I like, I am exhausted. Um, I don't even feel like we've even had our time to like, where I can even connect, like you don't get your needs met. Mm. And if we were to flip that and say like the husband was like, oh, you want to talk and connect and you need rest. Um, no, because we haven't had sex yet. (laughs) That sounds terrible. But why do we feel so entitled to do this? That is very eye-opening. Like we, we feel so entitled. We're like, like we are right. They are wrong. And again, this is like, this is why I'm so passionate about this because it's like, we have such a, like, as a society, like it's so blaring like don't get me started on the mom excuse right like you you kind of coined it already like we get so focused in on I'm doing this for my kids you know I'm trying to be the best mom and she should just be grateful for all that I do for this family yeah I mean we haven't had sex in a month but like he should just be grateful of all that and if he if he knew if he would step up if he would clean something for once I wouldn't I wouldn't feel this way. And here's the trap in that mindset right there. This is, would be a woman I'm coaching would be, is it his fault? You're doing everything Mm. like who who's making you be a maid who's making you like run yourself ragged, right? Like ask him for help. Yeah. You know, and this is, this is where my, um, this is where my, course is based off of is because at the heart of this, most women believe they shouldn't have to, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't even have to ask. He's a grown man. He sees that laundry needs to be done. Right. I don't even want to have to ask. And then when you do have to have to ask, you're so pissed that you have to ask, you don't do it in the right way. Yeah. You know, or, or it's, or it's complaining, right? Like I'm doing all of these things. I'm so tired, like, you know, blah, so on and so forth. And the guy's sitting over there thinking like, you should rest. Like yeah. <laughs> you, you shouldn't sign our kids up for six, like sporting events. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this to yourself? And we're sitting here thinking like, I just asked for help. Like, why aren't you helping me? And there's that disconnect, right? Like, mm-hmm he just heard something completely different than what she just said. Like mm-hmm. she's saying like, help me, I need help. But, and that's what she's needing in that moment. And we need that white knight to show up, but we don't know how to ask for it properly. Hmm. So how would you ask for it properly? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I love this. Um, so first of all, acknowledge that you got yourself stressed out. Yep. He didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't, <Make> yourself. <laughs> don't, yes. So, and first of, a, of an acknowledgement, this is what, this is if I find myself in those times, because I mean, I never do anymore. <laughs> heavy, heavy emphasis on the sarcasm. <laughs> um, few, fewer, fewer and fewer it happens because of the reason why, like, I mean, the, the tremendous amount of freaking work that we do um, with scheduling and calendaring and all of that. But I still like to think that I'm superwoman from time to time. Mm-hmm. And then I get myself in too deep. And so in those moments, right, the ideal situation is don't get there. Yeah. Right. Like right. The ideal situation. <laughs> um, 
And that would require asking for help in advance, which again, you need to get really clear with yourself of what you are actually capable of doing as one single human mm-hmm. and ask your husband for help in advance. Hey, I have this going on, this going on, this going on. What do you have going on? So I, I give this to my couples as like a planning meeting at the beginning of the week. So you both get eyes on what the other person has in their head. Mm-hmm. What is he stressed out about? What are you stressed out about? You both see it, right? Mm -hmm. And then that is also a really good opportunity for us women to go, oh yeah, wow, I actually do have a lot on my plate. Like, (laughs) could you possibly help with this, this, and this? And then he can say, oh, you know what? Yeah, I can fit that in here, here, and here. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah. So that's one example. Now, when you're in the shit show moment and you've gotten too much on your side, Sorry if it's okay if I cuss on that. Really okay. <laughs> I did it before we recorded. So um, I, uh, um, when you're in that moment, and I always like to first acknowledge, babe, I totally messed up. Like I got myself in this. I'm stressed out of my mind right now. I know you probably have had like a crazy day yourself. So I've admitted where I've gone wrong. I've acknowledged that there's a possibility that he might have something going on in his day Mm -hmm. that I don't know about or can't relate to because we're always really good about our own perspectives and we have no idea what's going on inside of theirs. So my fault, you probably have other things to do or had a bad day yourself. I don't know. Can you please just help me because I so need your help. Um, Can you, you know, take the kids while I finish up prepping up this meal, because I just need that mental break. Would it be cool if you just took them outside for a second or babe, can you change the baby's diaper? Because you know, all of the things, right? Like whatever the request is, it always just, it's so important to acknowledge them too. Mm. Like, Hey, even though I'm in this crazy stressed out mess, like instead of the this is how it usually comes out is the least you can do, right. Is like change the baby's freaking diaper, right? Like, or I'm over here doing all of these things. And, and why aren't you at least like helping with our son? Like you can see that he needs help. Right. Like, and the truth of the matter is, is they're a lot better at tuning stuff out than we are. (laughs) (laughs) At least, at least mine is in most of the women's that, that the consensus among, among the men. Um, but it starts with truly acknowledging that we got ourselves there to begin with, and we're not expecting them to drop everything right in that moment because we're demanding it. We're asking them for help. Mm -hmm. Softness. Yes. That's really good. Wow. Oh man. I am. I I could talk a lot. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just think it just shows a glimpse of like the value that you can bring. And even like, I'm just thinking, even in my own story, I feel like my husband and I have worked a ton on our, our own work separately. And we've shared that story on our podcast, um, quite a bit too. And yet, like even just being reminded of yeah. like that expectation and, and we do a pretty good job of, of lining up our calendars and being like, Hey, I need you to take to soccer tonight. And I need to do dinner at home. And, and we do a pretty good job at that, but there are those moments where, um, that 
um, underneath boiling point comes to the surface and it's like, I need help <laughs> and I need you to help me. And it's like, without even considering what his day was like, or, you know, just saying all of that, because I feel like so every marriage could benefit from a marriage empowerment coach like you. And even just like what you were saying, finding those blind spots of like, wow, I didn't even know that that was a, an issue for me, especially for us powerhouse women who are go, go, go. And we think we can do way more than what we actually can. And to have that, you know, coach come alongside and be like, Hey, let's, um, take a look at yourself (laughs) for a second and pick apart, like, where do you really want to go and really being intentional with that. So yeah, I would love to point people in a direction where they can find out more about you. And I know you said your Facebook group, um, the marriage empowerment, right. Marriage Marriage empowered. Yeah. Empowered. Okay. Yep. Right now it's only women, um, just because that seems to be the safest environment for everyone to really talk. So right now it's marriage empowered. I go live. Most of my content is in that vault. Um, but, um, I, and then they can DM me on Facebook. Um, also I offer a one-time free one hour consultation. So I just always encourage everyone. I'm like, I might not be a good fit for you, you know, but that's the purpose of the call. So don't let that be a deterrent. Mm -hmm. If you are in a spot where your marriage is really struggling, I mean, you said it too, and it's biblical. Like it's the next most important relationship, Mm -hmm. right? If you're in that spot, it affects every area of your life. It affects your ability to work. It affects your ability to be a good parent, a good human, right? Like it's so important. And so if you're in that spot and you're just, you just don't know where to go, like just pick up the phone, just email me, call me, right? Like we'll, we'll get a lot accomplished in an hour. And if, if, if we're not the right fit, that's okay. I have lots of connections. I can, I can forward you onto somebody who can help you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and a ridiculous amount of book knowledge that I can, I I mean, as far as just just shoot you some books to help you through some spots, you know, like I, I have gotten on the call with people and I have said like, Hey, like, sounds like you need a therapist. Like, it sounds like you've got some real healing that would benefit you more to do the work now, you know, come visit me after that too, or even simultaneously. But that's the point is just don't do it in silence. Don't let fear of, 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 of keeping you in that spot. Like one more moment, like just get some help, reach out. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on holistic hearts today. I just have enjoyed this conversation so much and it's been insightful. So thank you again. Thank you, Kristen. It's been so much fun. Uh, Pleasure, pleasure. I'll probably have you back because I'm sure there's lots more that we could talk about. I would absolutely love that. Yes. And yes, I can talk more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.